Have you peaked at your NFL career? Do you want to become smaller? Do you want to not deal with the stress of being an NFL player anymore and take your millions of dollars and your nice families and just ride out the rest of your years in comfort and luxury? Do you want to... Do you want to stop dealing, more importantly, with egomania quarterbacks and questionably moral head coaches and owners? Well, I'm here to tell you of a new health and workout plan called the Rob Gronkowski Retirement Plan. The Rob Gronkowski Retirement Plan doesn't cost you anything to join. All it requires you to do is to retire from the National Football League. And I know it sounds a lot. I know it sounds crazy to give up millions of dollars and to give up your paychecks. And you might be thinking, oh, well, I have another year or two. But I will say this program gets results. This program makes sure that you will ne- never will have to deal with the NFL responsibility and you will never be asked to be pl- uh, to be an NFL player ever again. I mean, look at Rob Gronkowski. Look at the big, strong guy he was. And then look at the current version of him, which uh, came out a couple days ago, that uh, he basically looks like someone who is... Uh, uh, recovering from a heroin addict. No one's going to want him to be tight end anymore. And I think he's happy about that. And look how happy he is. He doesn't He doesn't hate life. You don't see he's, that he's dead inside. He's actually, he has found a new lease on life. And honestly, do you guys want to play for Tom Brady another year? I mean, he's got six rings. You don't really need to play for New England again. And honestly, after all the Robert Kraft stuff that came out this uh, over this offseason about his, um, his exploits in Florida, do you really want to be around that kind of organization and toxicity? I know some of you guys just joined on, but honestly, I feel like you guys don't want the soul sucked out of you. So come on, join the, the Rob Gronkowski retirement plan. This will be the best decision you have ever made. All right. Yep, that's done. All right. All right. Welcome to the Sports Ball Report. My name is Shane McGillisky. Thank you for uh, observing that commercial. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a commercial for uh, Rob Gronkowski. I mean, it's not like he needs the money. He saved well, but all right, all right. But let's let's move on to today's subject. But before I do, actually, I do want to give a quick uh, condol- uh, level of condolences and my sincere sincere condolences to the Skaggs family and the the LA Angels organization. I know I haven't really covered baseball yet on this podcast, but I do want to say when you lose a 27-year-old at 27, uh, that just sends shockwaves over the sports world, and I just want to acknowledge that. Um, I feel really bad. There might be something I produce uh, related to Skaggs in the future, but I didn't really feel like I wanted to do melancholy podcast back-to-back weeks this is more supposed to be something lighthearted, and i don't want the mental health thing to become the recurring trend where i have to just talk about the sad and the really dark stuff of the league on a regular basis so uh yeah that's kind of why i'm not going any farther on skags uh what i do want to go um a little farther because we are entering fourth of july we are entering uh we have a couple months away from football season uh I do want to talk about something that came out and i know people want there are people who might want me to cover nhl free agency which i respect uh, but I do want to talk about something that came out regarding the NFL, and this is a little more of a business talk. So this is this is going to be something that I, I think a lot of people who don't uh, track sports, this isn't like oh, a player got hurt or something like that. This is a little more business talk today. So uh, bear with me, bear with me for what I'm about to talk about. So what players, how the NFL and the players operate is under a CBA. The the, uh, the NFL is a business. Players are workers in the business believe it or not they get paid their own salaries their salaries um are leaked and become public but they are getting paid their own 
they are getting paid through a contract. They get to paid through a union. Now, this union and the league operate like any like workplace and union operates on a on a contract. In the NFL's case, it's called the CBA, which is the collective bargaining agreement. The collective bargaining agreement is basically how an agreed upon terms on how the NFL treats its players, so the NFL just doesn't have un, um, unprecedented authority over them. And typically, this gets negotiated once every 10, 12 years. If nothing happens with the CBA, the player goes. The players will go on lockout because will will strike, and the, the league will go on a lockout. And the, then you risk the season not happening because you don't have players or you have scrubs. So. Why do I want to talk about this? Well, a couple days ago, the NFL announced that, uh, or the NFL didn't announce, but the NF- there were reporter- reports that the NFL was already starting negotiations with the Players Union for the next CBA. Now, this is interesting because the CBA isn't up for another two years. They do have it this season and upcoming next season, but... This is what they're trying to learn from last time because the last time they've had a, an, uh, an issue, they waited to the last second. They couldn't get a deal done when they, they the deadline initially was, so the, they did go on strike for a short period of time, and there were serious concerns that the league year wouldn't happen. They came to an agreement after months of being in a lockout. The only game that was canceled was the Hall of Fame game. The, regular, the rest of the preseason and regular season played as normal. But, again, that is set a, a concern to the league that this time around you, they have to do something different. So, what do the players want? Last time around, they wanted to fight for money. They wanted to get more money. They wanted to get a bigger cut. That's why you're starting to see these supersized deals. Now, I think there are players who definitely could see more money, and but the players are getting unconscious amounts of money that, that are now quarterbacks are getting paid $30 million a year. So, I don't know if that's their biggest priority, believe it or not. I do believe their biggest priority might be going forward to get better treatment and get better perks. Like it, it's like if you're an employee of a company and you're like, you know what, my salary is pretty high, but I'd like the the company to treat me better while I'm here. I think that might be what players are going to go for. And some of this stuff does come back up. Like, um, first of all, the NFL talks about an 18 game regular season, which uh, the merit to an 18 game regular season for those who don't know would be less of a preseason, so less meaningful game, meaningless games that a player can get hurt and be out of the season and then um, complicate things more. But at the same time, that would be less practice, and that would mean a more exhausting, uh, could be a more exhausting schedule. So again, that is something that has to be discussed. Uh, that's something you can, and you, that's also something you do talk about during uh, a, a, a CBA kind of thing. You don't really talk about that during a uh, during a rules thing or something like that, because this would change the structure of the league dramatically. That's why, uh, oh, from a from a scheduling standpoint, that's why it's getting negotiated there. That's one thing they're negotiating. Another thing is the treatment of uh, marijuana in terms of the league, because I think there are players who want pot as a non-performance enhancing drug, which. Whether your thoughts on the issue are a pot are good or bad, I do not think that that pot gives players an unhealthy or a competitive advantage. I think, all, from what my understanding of the of the pot situation being, uh, and I call it pot situation just because I think it's 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 lighter when you call it the pot situation rather than calling it the marijuana uh, when you call it the marijuana drug as a legal thing is the fact that with the pot situation. You. This is basically helps players heal from injuries faster. It helps them deal with Crohn's disease. And there have been some really dumb suspensions because players have gotten hurt or people or players have used pot when they're not supposed to because it's considered performance enhancing. When in reality, it's not. So 
yeah, that's something that's going to get negotiated. Uh, and another thing is also the level of power the NFL has over the players because, oh my God, they have so much power over the players. Like, at this point, and you might be thinking, what do I mean by they have so much power over the players? And the reality is that the power that, that Roger Goodell has in terms of suspensions and how rules are handled and what constitutes punishment is is just unprecedented. It's baffling. It's He has king-like power. He, he makes the final car, calls, and there have been multiple, multiple lawsuits have been uh, placed on Roger Goodell because of the way he has handled his power, and sometimes they felt that he made um, un- like decisions that they were not comfortable with, which... The truth was they already signed with the CBA to give them that power, and now the players are probably going to try to limit that so there's a better appeals process and basically allows them to have outs where Roger Goodell can't just uh, punish someone on a whim or just on anger. So that's something like, uh, and I think that's, and again, talking about Roger Goodell's power, another good example is something that came out a few hours ago was uh, the was the Ezekiel Elliott situation where the Ezekiel Elliott is suddenly not going to get punishment because, uh, again, he, they talked with him, they're going to make steps with him, but that's not going to be enough for punishment. The thing about that is, is that the wrong decision? I don't know. I don't know if that's a good or bad decision. I don't. I won't say that's a definitively like controversially bad decision. Like he deserved to to be sent to the to be sent to the pits and to be sent uh, to be uh, lit on fire in front of the town square. I'm not saying that by any means. But I do think the fact that, like, there is no precedent with Roger Goodell. He can make, he can give unfair rulings. Like, he can give a case like that with no evidence and say, okay, you're fine. But he might give another one with a lack of evidence and say, oh, yeah, no, you're going to get a four-game suspension because uh, this looks wrong to me and I have a bad feeling about it. Again, precedent doesn't matter here. So it's because of how wishy-washy he is as as a commissioner why I'm concerned for his ability going forward so again that's something you want to discuss um again i don't think players are going to get everything players aren't going to get everything they want they might have to make some compromises obviously the league is going to want to make things fair um but at the same time there needs to be changes to this league to help its long-term future and better care for the player needs to be priority i i've talked to a couple people and it might be the money and they might try to get more money i would beg the i think if the players union and the nfl is smart they do not discuss increases in money or at least serious increases because we've had a big jump over the last 10 years of how big players get paid but i think players get paid a lot now especially the big name ones where you can at this point say all right i think we're comfortable there now let's improve the conditions of these players because this is the pressing issue and the league can mean a lot of trouble for a future lockout if that doesn't get improved upon so in conclusion that is what needs to happen now these discussions are early on. They'd like to get a deal done uh, uh, later than that, and uh, like by the end of the season. And trust me, if by the end of the uh, by the end of the I'm sorry, by the end of the preseason, by by the end of the preseason, there has a deal been done. Like something's been agreed upon. There's already stuff that sends stone. Like we got this. This is the new CDA. I would I will probably take a podcast and go over it because it is a really interesting thing. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, for now, let's wait and see. I might not be covering this again for another year or two, so uh, I just wanted to bring that to people's attention. Uh, yeah, and, and again, I think it's a weird thing to talk about, especially with all this news, because it's it's hard to process a lot of this, and I'm not someone who uh, knows how to, to really deal with all this. I, I think, 
I mean, we had the we had the World Cup final, we had the NHL free agency, which um, like I think I can talk NFL free agency well, but I don't think I can talk NHL free agency well just because I don't understand the stat lines enough or understand like I can get the gist of how people react to it, but I don't think I understand personally how or why those decisions are bad. So I might not do an NHL one or at least for free agency. Like I can tell people about records and how people perform, but um, and and get analysis and work from that. But like from contract standpoint, like I don't understand the the mechanics of the game enough or the mechanics of of the value enough where I would say, okay, I'm confident this is needed. And I wouldn't do the same for NBA or MLB. I don't have enough knowledge. NFL is probably my only strength in that. So if you ever if you're wondering why I'm not covering that, that's why. Number two, uh, World Cup. I've I've been somewhat tracking the World Cup, but. I haven't seen any story that I really have a good angle with. I had one a couple weeks ago where it was kind of like making fun of the U.S., kind of saying we're the we're the best team ever, like we're better than the other two squats in their prime, which I still think was was kind of crap. But uh, yep, they're still they're in the finals. I'll give you that. the 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 U.S. women are in the finals. That they've done something right. I will say that about the U.S. women. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, going forward, uh, once World Cup ends and once uh, we get out of another couple weeks, uh, I can't wait for training camp to start. I'm going to start covering, doing more NFL coverage uh, in the next couple weeks just because I, it's my strength and we're going to lead up to the season. Um, if there's a good baseball story that isn't sad in the next few weeks, I would love to cover it. But uh, yeah, that's all for now. Uh, that's it for the Sports Ball Report. I'll be back either Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, honestly, I'm starting to see a pattern. I'll probably be back Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, but hopefully Tuesday, but we'll see. Uh, I'll be back Wednesday, and until then, uh, please don't look like you've done drugs. Just do me a favor. Just don't look like you've done drugs. You know what you did, Gronk.